brought to you by Moran and Company Investment Consulting Group located in Rochester. Moraninvest.com on the web where the wise invest. The wise would have been wise to invest in the Lions at the start of the year because they're going to the NFC Championship game. Alex Anzalone joins us. Congratulations, Alex. Yeah. Thank you, guys. What a moment that must have been in the locker room there. Where we're gonna uh, we're gonna play uh, a little bit of Dan Campbell's, uh, shall we call it, conversation with the team in cut fourteen here. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm ready to play. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> yeah. after hearing that, the obvious question is: Is that the first time that he's ever cursed? Uh, no, no. He, uh, <laughs> he's, I wouldn't say he's a potty mouth, but he, you know, he's he's a football guy. Yeah, no, I I wasn't serious. Uh, the the uh, the emotions. I mean, listen, beating the Rams that was great. Getting the getting that you know uh, monkey off the back uh, of, of playoff wins. But like I wrote my column today, that was about defeating the past. This was more about establishing a future, and it felt more like you know, yeah, we now now we get to go play for an NFC championship was a bigger thing as opposed to yeah, we finally won a playoff game. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, you know, there was a lot of hype and drama and um, storyline in the first game, and it was almost like we had to close a chapter, um, you know, as an organization or a fan base um, with the Rams game. But this one was more about, you know, we have an opportunity to win a second playoff game, compete for a championship in the NFC, and uh, continue our, continue on in our dream. So, um, you know, that's, that you're you're pretty much spot on. It sounded to me louder yesterday at, at, at critical points than it even was the week before. Was that, is that how it felt for you on that field? Yeah, I think for moments. I think that, um, you know, it was, it was a little bit interesting because I feel like the first game was more rowdy, but yesterday it was loud. It was, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to tell from the on-field perspective, but I feel like the first game was a little more rowdy, um, you know, and that may be just because, you know, the typical Lions fans, couldn't you know not necessarily all of them could afford to that ticket from right. this past week right it's getting more expensive the, the further exactly. you guys go it's getting harder exactly. to be a lions fan got to go yeah. to gmac exactly. in order to get a ticket for the next game and get a loan. really, really. Right. Um, the uh there were so many great plays uh in this game but certainly the one that that clinched it uh cut 12 was a fellow linebacker uh derek barnes with this interception listen how do you feel if the fellow linebacker core closes out the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, Derek's my best friend, and he's like my little brother. And, uh, you know, it's just awesome to see all of his hard work come to fruition. And, um, you know, it couldn't happen to a better a better guy. And, um, you know, he took a lot of slack for that Dallas game. And, you know, he came out, and when it was most important, he came out on top for um, the team, and he closed out the game with that huge play. Yeah. He referenced you in the post game. He was talking to the reporter on the field. I think we have it, and he really yeah. spoke highly of you. Mm. Yeah, and he and cut seventeen. Uh, he did it again in the locker room. Alex gets in there a lot. There, <laughs> yeah. Alex references <laughs> like Alex you know, is yeah. telling me. Yeah. Now you, right. no, you've been here before. Not everybody has. Most of the guys haven't, but a handful of guys have. Tell us about the last experience. What you learned from it. Um, and what you what you want to take as a cautionary lesson into this game? Uh, don't leave it in the hands of the referees. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> no, I think that 
Yeah, obviously that's that's obvious. You never get over that. Um, no, but that no, ref- just, the New or- famous New Orleans reference, and yeah, wasn't yeah, golf exactly. the quarterback of that team? Yeah, he was. Did you did you guys talk about that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we talk about that game all the time. Um, but no, I think that the biggest thing is that you know you don't want to leave with any regrets just because you're so close to the Super Bowl. You can, you could almost taste it, and um, you know you you never get that feeling back of you know losing an NFC Championship game. Or you, you, that feeling, you never get over that feeling, I'd say. I was talking to um, Emmanuel Mosley, and some guys were asking him to this morning, saying, what, what was worse, losing a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game? And he said the NFC Championship game, just because you're, you're so close to that moment and right. so close to achieving, you know, everything you want, you know, that you've ever dreamed of. Yeah, they, a lot of football players have said that, and coaches over the years, that that once you get to the Super Bowl, You've already accomplished a certain thing. You know, you're always going to be, say, a Super Bowl participant. You went to a Super Bowl. It's a sentence, you know. But Mm -hmm. nobody makes a sentence out of lost in the NFC Championship game, you know. Yeah, we made it to an NFC Championship game. We've been living with that around here since 91, you know. And that that team, they don't talk about made it to an NFC Championship game. They talk about the last time the Lions won a playoff game. Because ultimately, that's the only good thing that you can remember from that. So when you make a Super Bowl, you've already won to a certain degree. You won your conference. You know, you, you've gotten to the to, you've gotten to experience what it was like. Yes, you might end up losing it, but at least you went there. You did the media week. You did the whole build up. You, you, you know, if you retire, you can always say, "Well, I, I went to a Super Bowl. I know what it was like." So I, I think you're right. You know, this next one coming up is the one you don't want to lose. And to that end, what is San Francisco like? And you know, and I guess the best way to maybe ask you that is compare them to the two teams that you just beat to get to play against them. Yeah, you know, they're different. I think they we're, we're good. We're, we match up well against them. I think that they're a, a lot of like, you know, with how, how we are, um, you know, they like to run the ball. They play physical, um, you know, on both sides of the ball. And, um, you know, not I, I always say that's not a lot of teams like to play that game. and um, We're probably two, two of the teams that, that do play that game. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting. They have some really, you know, some high power on offense. They have, you know, obviously a Hall of Fame left tackle. They have, you know, Christian McCaffrey, all pro tight end, um, guys on the outside that, you know, are, are, have done really well. And um, so it's going to be a big challenge for us, you know, on defense. And then I know our offense has their hands full too. So, you know, it's it's a championship game. It's This is how it's supposed to be. And um, it's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be a tough a tough game and we're gonna have to bring it up we have to give it our all yeah did you watch the green bay san francisco game and learn anything from that uh yeah i did i, I watched um you know about the first half and i think it was like 11 o'clock for the, night, the night before our game so i just remember dozing off falling asleep and um checking my phone at like two in the morning just to see on the espn app to see who won huh. uh, so yeah I, I saw like the first half of it and um you know you kind of just get a feel for how teams operate and how, you know, you just pay attention to certain plays and how players play. So that's really it. Are you ready uh, or your team ready for the narrative, which I see has already started today, that San Francisco's already in the Super Bowl. You guys are like seven right. down point-wise. And it's just the right. Lions are just happy that we're mentioning them next Sunday and they don't have a chance. Is that is that setting with you guys? Or it doesn't matter when you come to the game. Yeah, I, th- I think that, um, you know, the media or the uh, – 
you know, whoever, whoever's saying that we're just happy to be there. I think they have the, the team, the players and coaches confused with how the fan base feels. I know the fan base, you know, feels, you know, like we accomplished a lot this year and overcame a lot, but us players and us coaches and um, guys in the building or and girls in the building are, um, you know, this is, this is what we expect. This is where we expected to be um, early on the season. And, um, you know, we, we knew that we were going to, you know, be in this situation. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, but yeah, you're right. It's people are, are going to sleep on us. We're going to be the underdog and we're, we're having a away game and, uh, it's going to be loud and, you know, exciting. And we have to, we have to give it all. Like I said, I want to ask you about Frank rag. Now here he was talking to NBC right after the game and cut 20. Listen, this guy being Jared Goff, um, Frank Ragnow, I think, would basically play with his leg removed. Um, <laughs> they just prop him know, up on the field. They, if, and yeah, it. if it wasn't of any use yeah. to him, they'd just take it off and he would just play without it. Uh, can you talk about his toughness and what you saw, you know, maybe in the locker room, what he was dealing with and all that? Yeah, I mean, I just – I didn't see the play, but I heard he got rolled up on um, pretty good. And, you know, Frank's Frank's that type of guy. You know, I, I know he – he doesn't necessarily love the attention of that narrative of being, you know, just this absolute warrior. He just, he just, like you said, he, he loves his teammates and, um, you know, he wants to, you know, fulfill his duties with the big deal they signed him to. And, um, you know, yeah, he, he'd go out there with, you know, one leg, like you just said. So, you know, and there's a lot of guys on our team battling through injury and every week, week in and week out. And, um, you know, that's, that's just who, who we are as a team. That's our DNA. There are a lot of guys that, you know, they have a short, a sore shoulder and they'll be like, ah, I'm down this week. And we don't have those types of guys, type of guys. So, um, you know, just, he's an example of, you know, a ton of other guys on the team right. too. Yeah. It's more like I have a sore shoulder, put me in coach. <laughs> so, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a word about Baker Mayfield, uh, for a guy who, was on the defensive scout team about a year and a half ago with with Carolina. I mean, that's how low he had fallen. He was actually playing on as, as, as pretending he was a defensive back or a defensive lineman or someone on a scout team to the game that he played yesterday, which I have to say, I, I, I thought, given, you know, knowing how good your defense can be, um, he was everything that you guys could handle until he made that final mistake, no? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's a. I mean, he's the number one overall pick for a reason. It's not like, um, you know, he's some undrafted free agent that right. came to the league, and you know, he's the number one overall pick. And you know, he that Cleveland job. That's that, I don't. There's been a ton of, you know, revolving doors in that situation, and you know, he's, it's still going on today. Who, you know, is Deshaun Watson going to be their quarterback? Right. Um, so it's that's, and then you know, he just bounced around and. Uh, finally found a home that, you know, it's, it's all about what situation you're in, uh, especially at that position. And, um, you know, he's obviously flourished in the last seven or so games this past year. And, you know, he just hasn't been turning the ball over, making the right the reads, right throws. And, um, you know, that's that's what, you know, made him be in the situation of yeah. have, well, being he in said, a playoff game. He said after the game, they asked him how he felt. He said, I feel like I just had my heart ripped out of my chest. And, um not to, not to be gross about it, but that's what you want to do, <laughs> you know. And that's that's what the team that defeats him wants to do, and that's what you're going to have to do in San Francisco. And Brock Purdy is uh, go take another 
go take another scalp and uh, and, right. and see if you can uh, march on to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll be That's a hell cool. of a conversation with you next Monday, one way or the other, and we're looking yep. forward to it. I'll be out in San Francisco yeah. there as well, and uh, awesome. can't can't congratulate you enough, Alex. And, no. and, and yeah. uh, happy for you, happy mm-hmm. for all the guys, happy for the city of Detroit. This is a great time to be on this team, and uh, looking forward to what can happen on Sunday. We'll be talking about the Mirage Hotel next Monday. Well, there we go. Yes. 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 Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Alex. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Alex Anzalonia is always brought to you by Moran & Company Investment Consulting Group located in Rochester. Moran Invest on the web where the wise invest.